Hello everybody, my name is Anne Teato and welcome to the Psychic Matters podcast, episode number 90. Yes, we're on episode 90 already, only 10 more to go until we reach 100, yay! <laughs> Three years in the making and I'm still thoroughly enjoying delivering these to you every two weeks. This week's episode is all about the spiritual assessment. Now, I had to learn what a spiritual assessment is is. I didn't always know. Ten years ago, I found out what a spiritual assessment was. It was discussed in a mediumship class that I'd been attending, and I found it really intriguing, and we tried it out with each other in the classroom setting, and it was great. It was fine. It was interesting, and I moved on with my life and didn't really consider spiritual assessment since. Until that is, I came to do my CSNUT training. I'm very proud to be a certificate holder of the Spiritualists National Union. And as you all know, it is no secret, I would love one day to be a tutor at the Arthur Findlay College, which is the world's foremost college for the advancement of spiritualism and psychic sciences. And part of our training is to learn and understand and be able to deliver a spiritual assessment. And I believe it is one of the most requested readings from the tutors of the Arthur Finney College to the students. So if you are lucky enough to go in person to the Arthur Finney College one day, you could request a spiritual assessment from one of the tutors. And apparently that's a very popular thing to do. I've not actually had a spiritual assessment from a tutor at the Arthur Finney College, but I really ought to put that on my bucket list. I think I'd really like to have one. Meanwhile, I've been busy over the past 10 years studying spiritual assessments, what they are all about, what is required within them, what benefits they can give to the recipient, etc., etc. And I've been conducting quite a few of them myself this year on a one-to-one basis. So people have been booking spiritual assessments with me as part of my ongoing training. So what is a spiritual assessment? Well, It's a psychic reading, that's what it is, and it looks at the soul's progress. It's similar to a psychic reading, I suppose, in that we, as a psychic, we tune into the energy of the client sitting opposite us, and we are able, therefore, to dip into their energy and have a look at their life path, whereas a psychic reading might look at things that may have affected your childhood, that now affect you in the now, that may affect your future. We may be able to look into your goals and hopes and dreams for this world, things like that. A spiritual assessment will look into your spiritual pathway, your spiritual development, how your younger life has affected you, perhaps what your first realization of spirit was, whether it comes from your mother's side of the family, whether your spiritual gifts come from your father's side of the family, whether you have had a good experience so far on your spiritual path, or whether things haven't been quite like that, in which case, how have they been? At what age were you when things started to develop? It's all these sort of things that we can pick up as a psychic or a medium. It's all these things that we can pick up from the energy body of the recipient. And of course, within that, we can look at their hopes and dreams within the spiritual development. Where do they want to go? What sort of things are they interested in? Does our client want to focus on their healing qualities? Does the client want to focus at this moment in time 
on trance? Do they want to have a look at mental mediumship? Do they maybe want to go into quantum theory? Maybe they're into quantum mechanics. Maybe they're into Reiki. Maybe they're into spiritual portraiture. Maybe they're into orographs. Maybe they're into psychic fairs and fates and things like this. Maybe they want to develop as a psychic medium. Maybe they want to develop as a spiritual medium. Maybe they want to be developing and standing on stage in galleries, on platform, giving messages from the spirit world. Maybe they're more into mediumship on a one-on-one basis. So the person conducting your spiritual assessment will be looking at all of these things and identifying the areas that are really important to you in this moment and the things that perhaps are unfulfilled within the soul, the soul's great potential where you might go in the future with your spiritual development, etc., etc. And so quite a few people book because they feel a little bit lost. They don't know. They've done lots of different courses. They're not sure what path they're meant to be on. They've got interests in so many different topics. They can't decide which one they should focus on next. Maybe they've just come into it late and they're not sure what they're meant to be doing. Perhaps they're feeling a little underconfident about the courses that they've chosen or a little bit underconfident about their own abilities or skills or talents or gifts in this way. Sometimes people feel a bit stuck or a bit lost and they just don't really know what to do for the best. So they come so that they can be encouraged to take the next steps for their soul's journey on this earth. So quite a lot of it is about us looking into the undiscovered potential of our client in front of us. And also we want to be looking at the wonderful things that our client has achieved in this world so far spiritually. It's always to do with their spiritual development, not necessarily their development as a human being on this earth, but their spiritual development. What is it that they're very, very good at? What are their strengths? Are they strong in mediumship? Are they strong in trance mediumship? Are they strong in physical phenomena? Are they strong in transfiguration? Are they strong in healing? All of these different things. We're looking to celebrate all the things about their soul that is wonderful and realized and fabulous and how they have developed to date. And then we're going to have a look at the options that are now available to that client. What else might they step onto from the position that they're at at this moment? So A lot of it is about also helping your client or our client in front of us make the next decision or showing them options for decisions that they could make, choices that they could have. And quite often when you sit with someone and you identify things within them, like mental mediumship is strong within them, that can be very, very empowering to our sitter because It strengthens their confidence, makes them feel better about themselves. So it can be such a healing sort of reading to have because it empowers you. It gives you the confidence. Oh, I did feel that, but I wasn't sure. I felt a little bit small inside, but now you've seen that in me and I knew that also. Therefore, I actually now feel strong enough. Yeah, I will go and do a course in that. I've always wanted to do it. Thank you very much. So I'm also, or we as tutors and and psychics and anybody who gives you a spiritual assessment will also be looking to see what direction they can point you in regarding your forthcoming training. Whoever's doing your spiritual assessment may be not the best person for you to do your next training with. 
And it's about pointing them to the teacher that would be right for them in this moment. So it's about showing you the path of professional development that is right ahead of you and all of the choices and options that you have there. And we might be able to pick up on tutors that they've had in the past, not specific names you understand, but the feeling of those tutors, whether they have sat well with the client in front of you, whether the client has felt a little uncomfortable or whether the client felt super comfortable and had such a lovely tutor for this topic, that topic, the other topic. And it's about empowering, always about empowering the client in front of you and showing them the best path forward for them in this moment. And you know, to be seen as a spiritual being is something incredible. Quite often with our friends and our families, we're not seen. We're told to be quiet. We're told we're talking nonsense. We're told there's no such thing as the spirit world. We're told there's no such thing as psychic ability. We're told this, we're told that. We adopt this attitude, we adopt that attitude, and we're just crushed and broken (laughs) by the time we come to explore our own spiritual development. We're so full of doubt about the things that we're seeing, feeling, perceiving, knowing that we don't know where we are. And so a trained psychic who's very good at doing spiritual assessments, such as the tutors at the Arthur Finney College who have trained for years and years and years to be the best in the world, they will help you find your spiritual path. They will help point you to the correct teachers who would be good for you. There are many, many good teachers out there, all of them with different personalities, all of them with very different skills. And it's feeling into the energy of the client and then suggesting tutors that may sit well with that client at this moment. So it's not just about saying, oh, you need to go and do a course in mental mediumship. It's about why don't you go and do a course of mental mediumship with Andy Bing or Tony Stockwell or Colin Bates or Simon Key or any of these other absolutely fantastic tutors that are out there. And the reason that you mention the names of the tutors is because you feel that they would be a good fit for your client in that moment. So a client who has a spiritual assessment can feel very, very empowered. They can feel very guided on what areas to focus on next. They can feel seen. They are being seen, that they are important and validated, that their skills are real and that they really do need to go and train them. And these are the people that can help you to the next level. It's really quite an exciting sort of reading to have and incredibly uplifting and affirming, I think, for our own talents. So you can validate somebody's past experiences and you can really show them who they truly are as a soul being. And of course, I use the words, we can show them who they are as a soul being. I mean, that sounds grand and lofty, doesn't it? What you're really showing them is, this is what I see in you. And the evidence comes from the client who says, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that with my life. I didn't think anybody knew about that. That's just beautiful. Absolutely, you're so correct. That's where the evidence comes that shows that we truly can connect into the soul of the person in front of us. So how does a spiritual assessment unfold? You know, we can watch people going in to have a private one-to-one reading and we always wonder, well, I always wonder because I'm curious, what's going on behind the closed door? Who's saying what to who? 
what kind of information is being shared here. So uh, the idea is that you would go into your spiritual assessment, you'd be made very welcome by the person that you've chosen to have your reading with. They might just have a little bit of a rapport with you to start with, they might ask if you're okay, if you're comfortable, if you're warm or hot or cold. Make sure that your human being is comfortable, do you need a drink, do you need the bathroom, that sort of thing. And then your medium will explain the process to you of a spiritual assessment, what's going to unfold in these next 30 minutes together, what you might expect. And they will let you know when you can ask questions. Maybe they want you to ask questions at the end. Maybe they say to you, it's okay to ask questions as you go along. All depends on who's giving you your sitting. But they will offer their interpretation of your spiritual journey and your spiritual progress so far. So that's what they're going to be doing. Now, when you go in, you might say to your medium, well, just have a look into my spiritual path and I don't mind what you look at. I'm just interested in what you pick up. And that is perfectly valid. That is perfectly fine. But you also might say, you know what, I'm having a bit of trouble with my trance mediumship connecting to guides. I'm finding it all a little bit difficult. I know I want to do it, but I'm not sure what I'm meant to be doing. So you can ask if there's a specific area of your development that you want that medium to focus on for you. And they can focus very much on that for you and give you some advice and guidance, things that they're picking up that they feel is going on. So all of that is what may happen at the very, very beginning of your reading. And then what they're going to do is they're going to start to feel into your energy. You don't have to do anything. You just have to sit there and enjoy the process, enjoy the time that you've put aside for yourself. And your medium is going to be feeling into the vibration of you. They're going to feel into the energy of you, the soul of you. As I say, they're looking for your hopes and dreams and your goals, your aspirations, your interests, all of those things, the things that you're talented in, the things that you haven't quite yet brought to the surface, all of that sort of thing. So they'll be looking to see, first of all, So they might feel into that first energetic impression of the client who is you. And they might talk about where they feel you are now in your spiritual development. It might be that they start off from when you were a child. It might be that they start off from where you are now. It might be that they start off what they see for you in your future. But that's kind of how it would go. And as I say, they might look into the first calling of the spirit world. Where were you when spirit first caught your attention? Was it when you were a baby? Was it when you were a child, a teenager? Maybe it wasn't till your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s or 70s when you first heard that call of spirit. But it will be there in your energetic field, in your soul self for your medium to pick up and address. And they will be able to validate things for you. Yes, you did see that spirit person in the kitchen that time. Yes, spirit did call your name. Yes, you did hear voices calling out to you when you were a young child. Yes, there were four or five spirit people around your bed that would come to you that you would converse with because it's all in your auric field and therefore it is available for your medium to pick up from you and give to you as information. And if that's evidential for you, then that is some beautiful proof that you are having the most beautiful spiritual assessment 
of your progress so far. Spiritual assessment might also talk about the sort of development you've had so far, so whether you've been in a circle with a small group of people or whether you've been in a large group, whether you feel your experiences were validated or not validated. And the medium you work with may well be able to pick up on who supports you along your spiritual path. Who are your friends? Who are the people you can rely on? Who are the teachers that have been good for you so far and in what topics? And what support do you have from your family? Things like this. Also, maybe you might be able to look out for or pick up on any religious experiences that you've had. If you have a religion of your own, if you and how important that has been to you along your path so far. And the sort of things that might have been a challenge to your spiritual development. So that's all the kind of things that you're looking for or one is looking for in a spiritual assessment to literally assess where we feel this person is at, what's affected them and why and how we can help this person and support them to go forward on their spiritual path. We might look at spirit guides. We might look at who's around you at this time. We might look at the qualities of your spirit guides the types of ways that they might be speaking to you, the types of things that you might have found. Maybe you found feathers, maybe there's birds that sing to you, maybe there's synchronicities that are going on in your lifetime that are being influenced by your spirit team. So there's a validation for you from your spirit team almost that we can pick up on as well. So it's not just the teachers in the physical world, it's also who are your teachers in the spirit world as well. So Maybe your guides in the spirit world are your former partners, your former friends. I say former friends, friends are friends, aren't they? But friends that were here on earth with you and now live in the spirit world. It may be teachers that you knew here who now are in the spirit world that may still work with you. Maybe family members that are very close that are part of your spirit team. So all of these things. And then we'll be looking at not just recommending courses for you, but sometimes in spiritual assessments that I do, I've been able to guide people to podcasts to listen to or radio shows to listen to or a YouTube channel to go and check out or content that I've heard in a documentary that relates to my client in some way or beautiful books that I can recommend. You must go and read this because it equates to you in this way and it's important because of this reason and that reason and the other reason and I think you're going to find it truly truly inspiring. So the things that the client is interested in, so if you're the client, you're the sitter, we might pick up on as I say all the things that are at the very forefront of your energy. So for me, if I was to have a spiritual assessment now, I'm sure that somebody would very very easily pick up the fact that I'm very, very into my remote viewing at the moment and my mental mediumship. Those two things will be very much at the forefront of my energetic field for definite. So the medium who may work with me, I'm a hypothetical medium, but say for instance, I was having a spiritual assessment, they might have a look into the remote viewing. How am I feeling about it? Do I feel positive about it? Am I happy about it? Is there anything troubling me about it? What do I want to develop within it? Where is my work taking me? What kind of things do I need to look at? What do I need to study? What area do I need to go into next? 
And what do I need to do to take everything to the next stage, how to develop that and move it forward, move it forward. And it would be the same if somebody was looking into my mental mediumship. What are the things about it that make me feel underconfident or make me feel less than or maybe as if I'm not expansive enough? And what sort of things do I need to focus on within mental mediumship to improve all my skills, et cetera, et cetera. And again, what do I need to do in order to move forward and beyond that? So do I need to go on some kind of break away from the human world? Do I need some sort of holiday vacation time alone, walking on my own, channeling, writing, a spiritual retreat? What are my dreams and hopes for the future within the work that I'm currently doing? All of those things make up a very, very brilliant, brilliant um, expansive spiritual assessment. You're feeling into the imbalance of the energy of your client at the beginning and then how they start to move into balance the more you address the issues that they've got going on around their spiritual development because you're trying to get them to a place of harmony and peace where they feel happy and excited and resolved to move forward. So it's very much about feeling into the energy of the client and then just making some suggestions that might help them get back into balance energetically and identifying where it is that they want to go with their spiritual development, their spiritual work. So it's an absolutely beautiful reading to receive, and it's a really beautiful reading to give as well. Identify what sort of tuition your client needs next and who are the people that will be able to help them to reach their goals. So, and anything that you can think of or I can think of as a medium that I think I might set them as an exercise. Oh, okay. When you go home, try this, sit in the power, go for those walks, channel spirit, write this, draw that, paint this, work with music, all kinds of different um, remedies that you might suggest or exercises that you might set for your client to help them. You might go and show them the educational resources that are available to them so that they can train. Quite often people don't have money for training. So where are the resources where somebody can train and learn and develop and move forward without having to spend any money? Those kind of things are pretty key. So it's all those kind of things. And, and it's books that have been written that by people that I find particularly inspiring. So I might recommend books by this one or that one. I have to say I've got so many books in my house on so many different topics that that's really useful to be quite widely read actually so that you can recommend books for your clients and uh, like I say tools or things that they might want to start working with, colours or oracle cards or anything like this or circles or development circles that you feel that you might benefit the the client. Yeah, so that's what a spiritual assessment is. That's what it contains. That's the reason for it. And I think people get an awful lot out of it because they're validated for who they are. They are seen. You see the light within them. You see the talents and the skills within them along their spiritual path and the types of things that you highlight that they might want to go and develop at this time. So very, very interesting work. It's, like I say, wonderful to give a spiritual assessment, wonderful to receive one as well.
So if anybody's listening to this and they want to book a spiritual assessment, I know that all of the tutors at the Arthur Finney College are trained to and offer wonderful spiritual assessments. So just go to arthurfinneycollege.com and you can have a look and see. I think maybe you might need to be a, now this is something I need to look up, isn't it, folks? Can you have a spiritual assessment with a tutor online at the Arthur Finney College? I actually don't know. Maybe I should have looked that up before I did this episode, but it would be worth contacting the college to find out. If not, I know that you could probably look up the work of one of the tutors there and go to their own private website and have a look and see if they're offering them privately if you're not able to get to the college yourself in person. I also do spiritual assessments online, so you're very welcome to work with me if you would like to. I give half of my earnings from my spiritual assessments to a charity, a charity called the Actors Children's Trust. So whatever you give me in terms of a fee, I give half of it directly to ACT, the Actors Children's Trust, who are a charity very, very close to my heart, who very much looked after me and my children as they were growing up and they support the children of actors in so many different ways, providing equipment and uniforms and paying for after school clubs and classes and lessons and things like that. Fantastic, fantastic work that that charity does. So yeah, that's, that's just a little way that I can now give back, which is a beautiful thing to do. So hopefully you found this episode on spiritual assessments really fascinating. I hope it's enlightened you as to what they contain and what they are and what they do. So it's a psychic reading looking into the spiritual development of your sitter. Now you know. Thank you for joining me this week. My name is Ante Otto and thank you for listening to Psychic Matters. Psychic Matters.